What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stock Talk, brought to you by Ready Stock from Simmons. My name is Ben McSheffrey, and I'm the technical training manager at Simmons Industries. On today's show, we have an individual who wears many different hats in the company. Knowing you for as long as I have, I can say that you look pretty decent in a lot of those hats. He's the director of sales operations and customer service. Uh, one of the smartest individuals I know, truthfully, uh, and also my boss, Mr. Eric Griswold. Welcome to the show. How you doing, Ben? Uh, thanks for having me here today. Don't talk over the audience when they're clapping for you. That's what we pay them for. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Now, Eric, despite you having your hands in nearly everything we do here to some extent, and that, that is the truth. Anybody who's here knows that. Uh, we brought you on today to talk specifically about customer service, uh, a role that I know means a lot to you and me. When I started here about eight some odd years ago, uh, we were both working in customer service, both on the phones, just back to back taking calls. Um, but you had already had a history here with Simmons prior to me getting here. So tell us about a few of those roles that you had and how you ended up in customer service. Sure. I started at Simmons in 2006. I had positions such as business development manager, sales engineer, technical training manager, customer service manager, sales operations manager, and now where I am today. I'm glad you cut it short because we, we don't have that much time. So I'm glad you ended up cutting that list a little bit short. So you ended up in customer service. Now, what I think is interesting is that, you know, ultimately your destiny is to become uh the director of customer support and uh, sales operations. But before that, you were like me, you were just taking calls, back-to-back -back phone calls. So just being in that position without having the weight of the entire department on your shoulders, what were some of the things you picked up really early on as, what are the tent poles of a customer service department? What are the things that make your job easier and what are the things that make it excel? Yeah, so one thing I, I felt like when we were here at Simmons and providing a good customer experience is really being there for the customer, having some empathy, sitting there listening, take your time to understand what's really the underlying problem or reason they're calling in and, you know, try to provide the best support you can, uh, answering the questions, providing any kind of technical support they might need. Right. I think a lot of the times when people call in, they're expecting somebody on the other end of the line to maybe not be 100% prepared to talk to them. They're thinking, all right, they're going to have to go through a script or they're going to have to find where my problem is and then they'll just start talking about it. But uh, even when I started here, we've had a very organic process in our customer service department where we don't have a script, where we want these conversations to kind of unfold organically. And we want the process to be, tell us what your problem is and we'll try to figure it out. So can you talk a little bit about how we approach the customer and how we see the customer when they call in? Like, what is our, what are we thinking about when they call into us? What do we want to do for them? Yeah. So, you know, any customer that calls in, they're calling in for a reason of our pain point or an issue they're trying to resolve, you know? So, a lot of time when people call in about plumbing, they don't necessarily know everything that has to do with plumbing. Right. So they're doing their best to try to explain what's going on. And it's really our job in Simmons customer service to take it from their words and try to translate it into like what the underlying issue is mm. to make sure that we can resolve it uh, in the right, correct way. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I was trying to say a little bit better is that a lot of the time they don't know what they're asking, but they, uh, they're going to try to find their way to it. And it's our job to kind of uh, usher them there. So another part of customer service, I think that sometimes gets overlooked and maybe it's fair because it's sometimes seen as an entirely different department, but in our group, it really isn't. It's, it's technical support or uh, troubleshooting, right? A lot of the time here at, at Simmons, they're kind of one and the same in that when you call our customer service line, uh, any problem that you have, we're here to help with. And that includes technical support. And that's always interested me because I know technical support is an entirely different role to customer service, right? Entirely different uh, requirements and entirely different calls. So 
Uh, I know you being, I think I opened with saying one of the smartest guys I know. I am paid to say that, but I mean it. It's true. <laughs> I do mean it. Tell us a little bit about the technical side, where it was when you started, where it is now, how it's important to you. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> when I first started at Simmons, uh, customer service was just basically group of individuals taking a phone call. They could be getting a phone call about pricing on one of our products. It could be about troubleshooting one of, my, one of our thermostatic controllers that's controlling water to an entire casino. So, you know, what ended up happening is you have some people that were really technically um, minded and have a strong aptitude in troubleshooting that might get the easy pricing calls where the really technical call might go into person that is not suited so well to answer that. So one thing that we did over the several years of development is really restructure and redefine like how the customer calls into our call center and who they get directed to. So when they call in 1-800-SIMMONS, ask, you know, for pricing and lead time, press one. For technical support, press two. reason why we did that is we were able to then train individuals with a stronger aptitude for troubleshooting and actually get um, exceptionally trained in troubleshooting our products so that when the customer calls in, they're getting that professional at the other end of the line that the customer can feel comfortable that they're talking to a person that really knows what they're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I remember early on us coming to the same conclusion that it, it makes much more sense to cater to people's strengths as opposed to trying to make everybody a jack of all trades, which ultimately kind of comes away with them not really necessarily being specialized in anything, right? Right. And I think one thing that, you know, we started doing when hiring new individuals was, you know, take a look at their resume. You know, what stands out is like a technically aptitude person. You know, I can think of one person that you know, while interviewing them, I'm like, what do you like to do in your spare time? And they're like, oh, I like to fix lawnmowers. And I was like, bingo. Pricing. <laughs> Get him in quotes. Get ASAP. him in quotes. Right. No, but you, that's the one thing you kind of look at. You look at past job experience and like, what were they doing previously or they like to do that really translates to a, a, a person that would have that aptitude of like mechanical design and ability to troubleshoot mechanical products. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I've seen that happen firsthand. I've, I've seen us bring on people and uh, definitely mold them and put them into a role that maybe they didn't immediately come in for, but is something that they are naturally attracted to, something that they are good at. And I don't think customer service necessarily is a department that gets that reputation. I think that it's safe to say that customer service is sort of an in and out kind of thing. A lot of people see it as the entry level, bottom of the barrel. But I think you especially have done a lot to make the department the exact opposite. It's not only a place where you can start, but you can make you know quite a career out of it and you can easily move in to other different, uh, different roles in the company. In fact, I, that's the last thing I'd like to, you to touch on is how we've grown the department. Where do you see it going in the future? And what do you think we've done that special? Yeah, I think one really great thing that Simmons does is they're really great about promoting from within and, you know, getting people through the ranks. And one thing that customer service has done is, you know, we've taken some of our factory team members who started out in the factory, packing the boxes and giving them an opportunity to start working in an office environment. And, you know, and what that really does is like now we have somebody that's worked out on the factory floor, understands how our products are assembled, how they're packaged, how they're shipped, and they're bringing that expertise into the office setting so that when they're talking to the customers, they're even more prepared to talk to like how our products are put together and how they're shipped. So they're really knowledgeable in that. And from there, you know, they're building their aptitude from like an office standpoint, like emails, communication with customers. And a lot of them have progressed into bigger and better roles here at Simmons. So that's one thing that I think Simmons does a great job on is like recognizing talent from within training and bringing them up to the ranks and giving an opportunity at other positions. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, if you want to speak even to our current manager of customer service, right, customer support, uh, he's an individual that started in the factory, right? He started, you know, packing the boxes and he's moved his way all the way up. And I don't even necessarily like to say yep too, because there's a lot of lateral movement. It's not necessarily about moving up the chain. It's just about moving into roles that you're going to be good at, roles that you're going to, you know, uh, exceed at. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of our customer service team members are local work right here around in Braintree. They've worked in the factory. We've all done our factory day when we start up during orientation. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when they make those lateral moves, when we have a, a customer service person that moves from customer service to, let's say, marketing, and they start dealing with the marketing side of things and partnering with some of our wholesale partners, they already have the experience in dealing with some of those wholesaler partners on the phones with typical things they deal with every day. And they're bringing that knowledge over to marketing where other marketing individuals might not have had that. Sure. Well, thanks, Eric. I hope that we've given some of our listeners a little bit of insight into our customer service team and, you know, frankly, how seriously we take it. And I know, again, I said at the beginning that Eric and I personally, you know, we, we put a lot into trying to make the department something that we're proud of. And I think it is. Uh, I don't want to invite everyone to call us in if you don't have a problem. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, that's the purpose of it. But uh yeah, that's what we're there to do. So before we let you go, Eric, we do like to close the show asking three rapid fire questions of our guests. Now, I okay. know you and I know <laughs> that you like to cheat. So you can't think about the answers. These have been tailored so that they give us a lot of insight into you. Now, you've just talked about yourself for 20 minutes, but this is going to give us a little bit more of the other side. So okay. uh, I don't know if Alan's on the ones and twos either now or later. Give us a little bit of mood music here because we want to make this as dramatic as possible. Now, number one, Eric, don't think about it. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. Okay. All right. Number two, <laughs> favorite 90s band? Def Leppard. Def Leppard? 90s band? All right. Okay. We'll talk about that later. If you were a plumbing fixture, which would you be? Thermostatic controller. Ah, uh, the smartest of the plumbing fixtures. Of course you would pick a thermostat control. All right. Thank you, Eric, for stopping by Stock Talk. We really appreciate it. Everybody, thank you for joining us and uh, join us again for another episode soon.